0: I have an idea, but you won't like it. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Dan Lund, and with me once again is... Tiffany Braun Welcome back, Tiff. It has been quite a long while, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it definitely has. Yeah, I believe the last time we had an episode come out, it was about a month ago.
1: Yeah, I and think a it's our lot
0: right happened. Yep. So first off, uh, what have you been up to this past month?
1: Um, well, it's been my birthday.
0: <laughs> Happy birthday! Thanks. Um, we what just what did you went... end up doing?
1: Yeah, I'm into like going to different tiki bars. So we just did a little tiki bar adventure and had dinner, and um, and then my friend's band um adult toys I'll name drop them <laughs> they came into town and they stayed over and I got to hang out with some old friends so well
0: that's good did you get that, any uh, really cool uh gifts
1: um yeah i got a bunch of new i i typically i don't like going clothes shopping at all <laughs> and um so i got some new fun clothes which is cool cuz I really hate going clothes shopping. And then I um got a, I got one through six of the Batman 89 series, which I really wanted. I somehow missed like the first two issues when they came out, and I was kind of upset about that. So I got the first six of those.
0: Sweet. That is a pretty good uh, comic series.
1: Yeah, I heard good things.
0: Uh, did you know they're actually uh, doing a sequel to that series? No,
1: that's cool. Yeah, I
0: just heard about it the past in this past week. So, they're doing a sequel series to that and a sequel series to uh, Superman sixty eight or the seventy eight. I mean,
1: nice. Yeah, I read the um, Batman sixty six ones were pretty good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I got a a box of so I collect um, swizzle sticks, <laughs> and I got a a box of vintage swizzle sticks, which was
0: awesome. <laughs> I know well, that's, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I either have or had a, a swizzle stick in my collection at one point. I think it had like a seven on it. Mm, I think Seagram. it was given out, like, for free in a book or a magazine of some sort, but I don't remember.
1: Might have been Seagram 7. There's a bunch of those with a 7 on top.
0: Yeah. Uh, anything else big happen for you this past month?
1: Um, That's pretty much it, I think. Just All
0: right. Look... Uh, bye.
1: And just typical hanging out.
0: Yeah. Well, my past month has been more or less all right. You know, aside from one experience I'd rather not have to repeat in my life, that my apartment building actually got uh, struck by lightning. Whoa. Yeah. It actually uh, did some damage. I, you know, I was actually sitting at my computer at the time, you know, and I heard a pop and things shut off and came back on. And afterwards, I found that my computer would no longer, like I used to have my computer, you know, coupled to the TV via a uh, HDMI cable. That no longer seemed to work. My HDMI switcher seemed to be fried. Wow. And the uh, HDMI port, one of the two on my television, is now not working correctly. Like if I plug my game system into it, it shows the picture, but it's, like, really small and distorted. And if I plug in my uh, television, uh, like, my cable box into it, I get no sound out of it.
1: That's awful.
0: <laughs> and it also blew out the uh, hallway light that I have, you know, in my entrance. So, yeah, I'm not good. I I have, uh, I actually have a really good friend who's probably listening right now who, uh, who's getting me a couple surge protectors and a uh, HDMI switcher. And he already got me a brand new HDMI cable. So I'm able to connect my computer back to my TV again, because luckily it was just the cord that tried, not the, uh, not the HDMI port on the computer. Thank goodness.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) You know, other than that, you know, I've just been keeping myself relatively busy, you know, collecting and whatnot. I recently redid my entire, uh, disney afternoon shelf so i've got a little more room to display things
1: nice uh i forgot about one more thing because it has been a long time since we've been on here um i went to tiki oasis (laughs) oh cool (laughs) which is super fun in san diego yeah that was at the beginning of the month um It's a big, like, mid-century style. Like, it's a convention. They have parties. They have, like, all different, like, tiki bars bring their drinks and stuff and have little parties in all the rooms. And they have, like, speakers. There's a lot of, like, Disney crossover where they have little Disney symposiums about, like, tiki and stuff. And um, the theme, they have a different theme each year. And this... And maybe I'll spoil what my costume is going to be next year. But they have a... It was a... Under the Sea. This this last one. Yeah. So they have costume contests. And this is the first year I participate in it. <laughs> but whenever I do, I usually win. And you get this giant trophy that I put on my mantle.
0: Ooh, um, shiny. <laughs>
1: yeah. And this... The next year, the theme is going to be uh, Western. Actually, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil what my costume is going to be. But I will say it's Disney-related.
0: <laughs> All right. If Could anyone it be put maybe, that uh, <laughs> ah, well, I look forward to seeing or hearing uh, what it is. All right. Uh, a couple uh, Darkwing items have been either released or will be released soon. Uh, For one thing, the Darkwing Duck uh, gallery statue, I think it is, the the Diamond Select one, it apparently has been showing up for sale in certain markets, uh, particularly Amazon, I believe, had it, you know, was shipping it, and possibly Big Bad Toy Store. Unfortunately, Entertainment Earth, the place I have mine pre-ordered from, they're claiming now it's not coming till October. So, yay.
1: No, that sucks.
0: Honestly, at this point, even though I'm saving some money getting it through them, I might see if it's still up for grabs on Amazon. Because I actually have a friend who has Amazon Prime and thus would get free shipping. So maybe I'll have him order it so I can get it, and I'll just cancel the Entertainment Earth one. Uh, Another thing that came out recently was a uh, Dancing Darkwing Duck pin. Oh, yeah. Uh, I believe that's available at the Disney Parks, but I'm not 100% sure on that. And Mm -hmm. a uh, Mm -hmm. third item, and this hasn't been released yet since it a uh, New York Comic-Con exclusive, but I guess we're getting yet another Darkwing Duck Funko Pop. Hmm. So, I don't, you know, I'm not obviously going to New York Comic-Con, so I'm going to have to rely on somebody uh, out there to retrieve one for me, because I Will have be pretty going. much... What? Maybe Will's going. Possibly, but I doubt it. I, I have a... uh. I don't have a beat on particularly a person that's going, but I know somebody who has somebody going there and hopefully he'll uh, have him pick one up for me too and I can reimburse him. Uh, You know who you are, uh, Mr. Jonathan. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of uh, comic books and whatnot, uh, we have some sad news to report, but it's not Darkwing related, but in the past month we have had we've had three major uh, celebrities pass away. I mean, technically more than that, because I know the wrestling world got hit with a couple uh, celebrity deaths, too, but uh, I guess we'll start with the one that happened shortly after our last episode, and that would be uh, Paul Rubin.
1: Yeah, that one yeah. really, really hurt me. <laughs> I was, like, yeah. a major, major wee fan, and... Just Paul Reubens fan in general.
0: <laughs> uh, what was your uh, favorite favorite role or memory of him?
1: I mean, I think my absolute favorite would have to be Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I love that movie. And, you know, yeah. that, that got me started on, you know, all of the, like, three things, <laughs> like Paul Reubens and Tim Burton and Danny Elfman, who are all, like, my favorite And that, it just came from that,
0: so. Yeah, I've never really watched Pee-wee, you know, Herman, or or really any of his movies. I I can't say I've not seen anything of them. I've seen the large Marge scene, which I think (laughs) is from Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
1: Yep.
0: (laughs) You know, I mean, any self-professed fan of horror has to see that scene.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: You know, but... I will say this uh, news would have hit a lot harder if Paul Rubens had gotten one of the roles that he was originally in mind for, because back when uh, when Dan Aykroyd and Ivan Reitman were creating, uh, and Harold Ramis, I guess Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd are the two that need to be credited. I mean, Ivan directed it, but Harold and Dan wrote it. But when they wrote Ghostbusters, they had uh, Paul Rubens in mind to play... Uh, goes over the the again.
1: <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Yeah, so I I do wonder how the movie would have been if it had been made as envisioned.
1: I mean, he was awesome as uh, the vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: <laughs> yeah. So then we fast forward to earlier this week, we lost Bob Barker. Now, most of you will either remember him best as being the host of The Price is Right, the game show for the longest time, or his cameo appearance in the Adam Sandler movie, Happy Gilmore, where a very funny but very off-color, so we're not going to repeat it here, line is said. Yeah, <laughs> but... That one, you know, kind of shook the world. And unfortunately, the exact same day, later in the day, we lost someone that hits me a bit harder. And that me was too. Arlene Sorton.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, she's Awful. best known for, for being Harley Quinn. She was the original voice of Harley Quinn from Batman, the animated series, and which not is that- where the character Harley Quinn first came from.
1: Yeah, not just. Uh, the voice actor though she was the direct inspiration from um she used to be on days of our lives and there's an episode that's a dream sequence which you should look it up if you haven't seen it where um she's like a jester and she comes out and she's like and like the voice is totally harley's voice and you could see like oh yeah this is where that character
0: came from and huh, I I didn't know that. I'll I will <laughs> have to check that out.
1: Yeah, it's pretty fun. And then I guess she was only supposed to be in that one episode, which I think is Joker's favor. And um, but then I guess she just got such positive feedback and they thought she was so great that they kept her on the show after that first episode.
0: Yeah. She's definitely gone down in history as one of the best you know, known Batman characters. Like I'd say she probably ranks either third or fourth behind Batman and the Joker and either right above Robin or right behind Robin.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge, huge Harley fan ever since back in the day. I, I did a few posts about it. I did. I was dressing up as her since, since 1992 when like that came out and I like made a little costume of my own when I was like 10 or 11 years old. And, you know, over the years like improved it and worn it to like conventions and Halloween and little events here and there. And I did a little slideshow of some of the times I dressed as her and I have a shelf that's all Harley stuff, but it's, you know, for me, it's, it's always her version of Harley. I don't really have, I don't really have anything from like, the movies, or Margot Robbie's version, or Suicide Squad, or even the new, you know, like the new 52 version of her. I don't really have this stuff of It's all classic Bruce, Tim, um, Arlene, Sork, and
0: Harley. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have a lot of Harley merch. Like most, I do have a little bit, though. I have this pretty uh, cool uh, bust bank of the. Uh, Of the 92 animated Harley Quinn. I think I have an action figure of her somewhere. I have a little Lego figure. Of course, I have a a facsimile version of Batman Adventures number 12, which is the first comic book appearance of Harley Quinn after her animated debut.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I don't have that comic, but I have the whole run of her, her first actual comic run and I yeah, buy like even when I st- like sometimes you know you don't have as much money and you can't just be an extreme Wednesday warrior, but like I've always consistently bought like the Harley titles.
0: yeah, I don't have a lot of the Harley comics. i I have like a couple scattered issues of her stuff, though. I think I have like the old lady Harley uh, miniseries, oh, yeah. which is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now, I really wish that she had an equivalent in Darkwing Duck. Like, the closest we can count is Quackerjack, and I'd say he's molded more on, like, the Joker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he needs, like, a... He needs his own Harley.
0: <laughs> so I, I still feel that we probably would have gotten it if... Uh, if Silvani and Sparrow had been allowed to continue their vision of Darkwing. I, I still think that Claire eventually would have became like the Harley Quinn to Quacker Jack's joke. Yep. Totally.
1: I did a uh, catch-up of Harley and Quacker Jack on my fan art page.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a comic to review today, don't we? Yep. So, this one is uh, issue 8 of uh dynamite's darkwing duck. Still no title. You know, I'm honestly a little sick of it, but it's you know <laughs> yeah. par for the course at this point, I guess. You know, once again Amanda dibert did the writing and Carlo Loro did the art. There were some okay covers for this one.
1: Yeah.
0: Like I was able to get cover E, which has Gizmo Duck with the bird near him and Joslin LP and uh Darkwing in the background. I also ordered the oh. uh, action figure one, which is neptunia but I really want to get cover F as well. That's the one of Darkwing standing with the lightning behind him, like the Batman animated series opening. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what cover did you get?
1: I only got cover A, but the one that I wanted was cover D.
0: Yeah, if they had Cover D where I bought my comic, you know, my physical copy from, I probably would have grabbed that instead because Trish Forstner's art is always on point.
1: Yeah, so that one is, it's like a blizzard and it's got Gizmo Duck screaming and Darkwing's like riding on his shoulders.
0: Holding his hands over his eyes. (laughs) Yeah, they had Cover C where I got my comic, but I just didn't like how Morgana's face looked.
1: Yeah, it's a little weird. Just a little bit.
0: Yeah. So how do we start this uh, stomach?
1: So we got the thunder quack flying in, and you hear Darkwing, never fear, launch pad, we'll beat Neptunia. <laughs> and Goslin dad, sorry, Goslin, I meant we'll find your missing compass. So this is coming in directly from the last issue where they were in the museum and... Um, Launchpad's compass got
0: stolen. Yeah. Um, He says that all they have to do is keep heading north. How do you know the thief is heading north? In my days as Darkwing Duck defender, sir, defender of the defenses, I've learned how to make certain calculations with superhero math. Plus, the thief dropped this. And Launchpad, who is making a very strange face, (laughs) <laughs> is holding a uh, little thing that says North Pole or Bust. are Launchpad's eyes yellow.
1: I don't know. It's a little weird.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So,
0: Darkwing, you know, thanks Launchpad and asks if they're almost there, but it appears LP has gotten a little turned around, and instead of finding a harsh, hus- inhospitable uh, Snowy climate. He seems to have found a lush tropical island with waterfall and vegetation all around. Yep. And a beachside mm-hmm. resort. <laughs> and yep. Goslin makes a great point here. If you can't navigate without your compass, yeah. why did you donate it to the museum?
1: Yeah, why didn't
0: you donate it.
1: <laughs> launchpad says he it was just on loan. It was supposed to be just for the opening of the sidekick exhibit.
0: Yeah, they got a letter asking him to lend it for the grand opening. Probably a letter sent to him by the person that intended to steal it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Darkwing, you know, what?
1: No, I was gonna say, so they decide to stop and see if maybe they can get a compass on the island.
0: Yeah. This is the third time we pass this island. Either someone needs to find a new compass or I'm going on vacation. And then you see Darkwing drinking out of the uh, coconut with a luau. Is that what it's called, the thing around his neck? A luau or am I? A lay. A lay. Getting... Okay. I, I thought it began with an L. I just couldn't remember. <laughs> and he's saying, You win some, you lose some, as he walks toward our obligatory Pirate Steven cameo of the issue.
1: Yeah, that's like the biggest cameo, I think, so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, though, Pirate Steven looks un- either unimpressed to be there or unimpressed with Darkwing. And I don't <laughs> think he could be unimpressed with Darkwing, so he has to be unimpressed to be there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, so, so Darkwing asks Jocelyn if they found a new compass, and they do have some... But every time Goslin tries to get Launchpad to buy one, he starts crying. And we have a bunch of little references at the shop, don't we?
1: Yeah, it looks like there's a Donald Duck hat, and I think the nephews' hat, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. But then there's an extra one that's
0: yellow. Wasn't there uh, some comics where they had yellow hats? So, hmm. I- I feel like I remember like that. Best
1: had all three had yellow?
0: I think so. Uh, there's also some sunglasses there, and I'm I'm almost positive the yellow, or not yellow, the pink pair of sunglasses was worn by Daisy Duck. I'm not entirely sure about the other one, so. So,
1: yeah, Darkwing pulls out a I'm the Terror that flaps in the night. <laughs>
0: Do you want to read it? Yeah, Uh, sure. (laughs) I should also mention that we get our first of quite a few uh, bad sound effect uh, word bubbles. They're back, unfortunately. (laughs) So Darkwing uh, gets into an I am the Terror. I am the Terror who flaps in the night. I am the grains of sand that relentlessly creep into the unreachable crevasses of the bathing suit valve of villainy. I am Darkwing Duck, and I am here to purchase one overpriced souvenir compass. <laughs> so, they've got a new compass, but unfortunately, uh, uh, Launchpad says he can't, you know... He can't use it. I'm sorry, DW. I just can't do it. You'll we'll have to find a new pilot. Uh, somebody's happy to hear this, aren't they?
1: <laughs> yeah, Goslin.
0: I could. Absolutely, Absolutely not. And Darkling the says.
1: expression on Launchpad's face of like sadness and then Goslin's super happy I could is pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Darkwing explains to Launchpad, I'd pilot myself, but I need to keep my laser-sharp mind focused on the task at hand, finding the compass before Neptunia does. And Goslin has an idea, but Darkwing won't like it. And the next panel I love at the bottom, you see Darkwing, very unhappy, saying, I don't like it. What <laughs> does he not like? Or rather, should I say, who does he not like? <laughs>
1: Goslin called Duck.
0: Yep, I guess uh, Darkwing's regretting giving her that cell phone now, ain't he? <laughs> yep,
1: he comes flying in with his uh, helicopter
0: hat. Yep, never fear, Gizmoduck is here. Hello there, Wingy. I hear you're in need of us, my assistant. Wingy. But <laughs>
1: that's a little... <laughs> Weird, because he's called him Wingy several times before. True. <laughs> and yeah. Uh. Of course, they're not getting along instantly.
0: <laughs> nope. In need of, it's a bit strong, but I am in the market for, a. Uh, I I think I could allow you to be my, and they both say the word sidekick at the same time.
1: Yep. And then, no, you would be my sidekick.
0: Again, said at the same time. Uh, A yeah. question for you. What is going on with Gizmoduck's arms when they first say the word sidekick? I don't know. His arms look like they're making, like, the shape of Gizmoduck's R.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not sure either. I kept staring at that, wondering what was happening.
0: <laughs> well, at least I'm not the only one kind of, you know, thrown <laughs> off by it. But yeah, Gizmoduck says he's no one's sidekick, and Darkwing says that he's no one's sidekick. And Gauzon, once again, has to be the voice of reason. Guys, Launchpad is still here. No one has to be a sidekick. It's just a superhero team-up. Let's just focus on finding that compass. And am I the only one that expected that Gizmoduck was going to fly them, like, with them holding on to him?
1: Yeah, I was expecting that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, but instead, Gizmo Duck is actually flying the Thunderclap.
1: Yeah, which is a little weird to see.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Launchpad, of course, is still uh, moping in the back.
1: Yep, Goslin thinks they make a great team. <laughs> um, and uh, Darkwing says the real hero hero will be the one who finds the hideout. Agreed, says Gizmo Duck, but then
0: launch. Long- I. Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> Maybe we can ask whoever's in that giant, big giant ice maze, and launch Long- yeah. being the one that finds this huge ice fortress, which looks pretty. I guess
0: cool. that makes him the real hero, huh? Yep. And I that- also have to point out Goslin's face when when Darkwing and Gizmo Duck are saying who. Whoever finds it'll be the real hero, because her face she is just gone with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so they both so, We get another what? panel that, like I don't really I don't know. I think that's a little awkward where it's like in the thunder quack, it has like a word bubble with like Goslin's face. And then it says, only one way to find out, which I feel like usually the way they do that is they have a square and it'll be, like, colored or shaped in a way that you can tell who's talking. I've never really seen it done this way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that is a little odd. Also, I'm going to guess a hypothesis right now because we are seeing that this place is all about ice and cold. I'm calling it now, Isis (laughs) Vanderchill.
1: Mike will be so happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, obviously, she don't appear in this issue, but that's what I'm going with that this is going to belong to.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. awesome. That would be cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, I have to say, uh, did the Thunder... Am I tripping, or did the Thundercrack ever uh, have its wings fold up like that before? Um,
1: I don't know. Because Does-
0: part of me feels like I've never seen that before, but another part of me feels like I have.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. It's possible. It didn't come off that weird to me, but now that you mention it, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know, I I know that the uh, the thrusters on the back, I think, are incorrect, because I'm pretty sure the quack has, like, just one yeah. big thruster.
1: Yeah, it's definitely just one.
0: So they're standing in front of the uh, gates of this uh, ice maze, and Darkwing is saying, this certainly seems like a likely local for a law-breaking lair. Gizmoduck says, I couldn't have said it better myself. No, you couldn't.
1: <laughs> and yeah, so it again gives me reminds me of um, the robot planet in Futurama.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they start to enter in, and they get ambushed by something, don't they? Yeah. What do it, they get ambushed by?
1: It's like a a duck, abominable snowman, which I actually love. The design of the character is very like classic, like Disney duck style character.
0: Yeah, the abominable snow duck, we'll call it. Yeah. Though I will say his design also gives me. Uh, you ever see those old uh, cartoons where, I, I think it was like a dog character, but like he gets a hold of Bugs Bunny and he's like, I will hug him and squeeze oh, him yeah. and cherish him and call him George.
1: Yeah, that those are like super old Bugs Bunny cartoons.
0: <laughs> Doesn't the design of this abominable guy remind you of him? Yeah, totally. But we get our second bad uh, sound effect thanks to this guy as he cracks one of the walls down with a boom crack, which buries Dazzling in a uh, snowy avalanche.
1: Yep. And they go running and after. Darkwing gets punched by the abominable Snow Duck. <laughs> Says, "Wow, that yep. thing packs a punch." Gizmo Duck. Never tracks-
0: fear. Gizmoduck is here, but he gets blown away as the uh, thing breathes, like, cold air at him.
1: Yep. Um, Darkwing Duck digs himself out with a, it's like a shovel attachment to the gas gun. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, uh,
0: never seen that before.
1: Yeah. When he emerges, he can't find anybody. He's alone.
0: Goslin? Gonzalez! Lin! 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 But we do get another eye in the terror. Yeah. I am the terror that flops in the night. I am the slippery piece of ice that trips you down the stairs of justice. I am Darkwing Duck, and I am very good at building things. What does he build? He
1: makes snowshoes out of some twigs growing out of the snow and he has like a crazy knife attachment now on the gas gun
0: yeah on the scope
1: yeah it pops out of the scope
0: so Darkwing uh, tracks down the abominable snow duck again and faces off against him with a third bad sound effect he kicks him in the face with an abama crack that also breaks <laughs> his snowshoe <laughs> yeah The weird thing, he only kicks him with one foot. But if you look at the uh, remaining images of Darkwing after, both snowshoes are now gone. Yep. And
1: he gets knocked out. And he says, well, that was easy. (laughs) And he still doesn't know where anyone is. And then we get a big splash, splash page, which I actually really like, of the... Um, fallen, abominable Snow Duck, and Darkwing scurrying around yelling for Goslin, Launchpad, and Gizmo Duck. Yep.
0: Yeah. Now I will say, if I'd been them, um, I would have hidden an Easter egg in this uh, maze. Yeah, totally. But, <laughs> but Darkwing, he hasn't found Goslin or uh, or Launchpad yet, but he does find someone, doesn't he? Yep.
1: He finds Gizmoduck, who's blow-torching away the ice to get to Darkwing.
0: Yep, with a giant Duffwoosh. <laughs> me, meaning Gizmoduck, here to rescue you. For the record, you did not rescue me. I had my own torch all along. I was just waiting for an opportune moment. And
1: his says da
0: <laughs> Yeah that it does. Daffwoosh for Gizmo Duck. Daffwoosh for Darkwing Duck. Okay, I'm counting those both as stupid sound effect bubbles. Like until you point that out, they were perfectly fine, but they had to put a G for Gizmo Duck and a D for Darkwing. That's that's dumb.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they both go running um, through the ice with their blowtorches. Um, yeah. Goslin,
0: who they finally can hear uh, yelling for them.
1: Yep. And they find her, and she's surrounded by three giant polar bears.
0: Yeah, but before we get there, I do love this little uh, dialogue exchange. I <laughs> hope you rust. R- what I said? Find Goslin or bust. <laughs> But yeah, Goslin is surrounded by three polar bears and they're all wearing hats. One's wearing what appears to be like a Dalmatian uh, pattern bowler hat. A second one has what I would describe as like one of those floppy fisherman hats. And the third one, since this is a bear character, it looks to me like this is a reference to the uh, character Tony Chopper from the anime One Piece, because that is his style of hat complete with the color and the x on it yep so what do they do now
1: um <clears throat> gizmo duck has like a tennis racket sort of thing that pops out of his chest and um goslin starts yelling at them because isn't doesn't, she doesn't want them to hurt the polar bears
0: <laughs> they're a vulnerable species more vulnerable than you right now. And Dark- so. yeah,
1: Darkwing says, "Fine, I'll improvise." He finds a hole in the ice with water, takes a net, a net out of Gizmo Duck's chest, and starts ice fishing. catches a bunch of fish, feeds them to the polar bears who are now distracted.
0: Yeah, great plan, Dad. My cunning cranial capabilities are canonically colossal. But the question on everybody's mind is.
1: Where's Launchpad?
0: <laughs> unfortunately, Gizmo Duck may have solved the mystery of who created that convenient fishing hole. Because they find Launchpad's scarf in the fishing hole. Yep. I can't imagine he'd want to go fishing at a time like this. <laughs> so it appears that Launchpad has been ducknapped. And Goslin sticks her head into the water and yells for Neptunia, which, uh, how do you scream underwater?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure if anyone could hear it, it would be Neptunia.
0: Fair enough. So Darkwing asks why they're calling for her, and she's like, well, who's a better person to call than someone who's kidnapped underwater? Of course, Darkwing says, we don't need her help. I agree. You already have my help. And Darkwing, his expression is like, do not tempt me, Kismodok. Yeah,
1: (laughs) that expression is pretty great. And that goslin being pulled out of the water is really adorable.
0: Yeah. So we wrap this up with Darkwing saying, first of all, we have more help than I want as it is. Secondly, Neptunia and I are having a perfectly healthy and normal competition while our friend's life is at stake. And most importantly, I have a better idea about how to track launchpad. And at the bottom, we get a to be continued. Yeah, that's the <laughs> comic. so what do you what do you think?
1: Mm, I thought it was a little fillery. Yeah, but, you know, that happens a lot of times in arcs. When you read them in trades, they don't come off like quite as much that way, but issue by issue, yeah. felt a little fillery.
0: All right. Was there any uh, major mis- missteps in your opinion, or
1: um, there wasn't any like like awful offenses. I think the art still is like getting better. It's like nice to see it just you know take shape as the series goes yeah. on. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I love that the whole, the concept of the ice fortress and stuff is pretty cool. I definitely like that. I just wish there was a little bit more happening in it.
0: As do I. So, what, uh, what rating would you give it?
1: Um, out of five canisters, I would give it a two and a half. All right. Right down the
0: middle. I, yeah. So I thought this one was very uh, mid. You know, I thought that it did feel a little fillery, as you said. You know, we didn't really get any answers as to why the person took Launchpad's compass, you know, or even who took Launchpad for that matter. You know, I will say the inclusion of Gizmoduck, although, you know, maybe not needed, felt pretty good. You know, I feel that they did get the banter between them pretty well done. You know, there were some pretty ingenious moments. Couple of missteps, though, along the way. For one thing, they didn't really resolve much. Also, I don't... I feel like they misstepped a little by having too many of the uh, bad sound effect bubbles
1: Yeah, You
0: know, a couple of other missed opportunities. All in all, I think I'd give this one a three. You know, slightly more than you, but not by much. We don't really have a villain to rate, because even though they had to fight the Abominable Snow Duck and the the three bears, they weren't really villains, per se. At least they they don't seem to have been villains.
1: They'd come off as henchmen of someone else.
0: Right, they they more or less just seem like things that may have already existed up there. So, yep. so yeah, that's my score for it. Uh, solid free. Yeah, uh, it's hard hard to believe that next this coming month in September we will more than likely have two dynamite Darkwing comics to review. Yeah since we'll have issue nine of this and we'll have issue one of Negadot. Yay. Uh, any other uh, thoughts? Uh,
1: I think that's pretty much it.
0: All right. Well, we are the uh, Senate Canard Files, the Wind Duck podcast. You can find us on all major podcasts, apps, and YouTube. Uh, as for shout-outs, I do have one big one I want to give, and that's to my... Uh, my friend uh, Carter Westland up in Alaska, he actually surprised me, you know, stopped by, totally surprised me for a visit this past week on Thursday. You know, it was great seeing him catching up and actually found out he listens to the St. Canard Files. Nice. You know, he also he also grew up watching Dark and Duck in the 90s, so... He does have interest in Darwin as well though he he has admitted he more or less listens to this just to hear my voice so oh. i hope you enjoyed this episode Father. and like i said it was great seeing you again uh tiff do you have any shout outs
1: um no real shout outs but um yeah that's it
0: <laughs> all right and so i guess that wraps up this episode until next time uh, stay dangerous and I've got to go see my comic man about getting the next two issues uh, (laughs) fast-tracked. Alright. Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.